This is a gospel message titled, Long-Suffering as a Fruit of the Spirit. May you be blessed as you listen. Long-suffering in layman's term can also be described as patience. The Webster Dictionary defines long-suffering as patiently enduring or lasting offense or hardship. The key word here is endurance. The King James Version Dictionary defined endurance as bearing injuries or provocation for a long time. Patient and not easily provoked. Based on the degree of the significance of this word long-suffering, it has been intertwined with the thought of sadness. We cannot say we are Christians, spirit-filled, and we do not exercise or portray this in our daily lives. As Christians, we are encouraged to be Christ-like. If we look at early days of Christ, he suffered so much persecution and rejection, but he never gave up. He continued to preach the gospel, doing good, healing the sick, performing various miracles, all in God's love. Although he was not accepted or acknowledged as the savior of the world, he continued to suffer because of the faith he had in God. And although in the end Christ was murdered, he was victorious. See 2 Timothy 3 verse 12. In 2 Timothy 3 verse 12, it says, Yes, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Persecution here means to harass, oppress, criticize, kill a person because of refusal to adapt to an expected norm. Jesus promised us that the world would treat us same way he was treated. In John 15 verse 20, if they persecute me, they will persecute you also. And if they obey my teaching, they will obey yours. To be counted as a faithful disciple of Christ, we must be prepared for this sad reality. The first followers of Christ consistently experienced suffering for the sake of Jesus. In the book of Acts 8 verse 1, it's talking about how a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem. All except the apostles were scattered. Apostle Paul went through horrible suffering. In the book of 2 Corinthians 11 verse 23 to 29. I will not find time to read this because of time. But there Paul boasts about his sufferings for Christ. Likewise other disciples. In the book of 2 Timothy 3 verse 12. Apostle Paul was quite explicit in saying this, in saying this was to be expected by everyone who follows Jesus in a godly way. Therefore, we must be steadfast followers, learning to rejoice in all the sorrows and joy which our faith in God has brought us. As a body of Christ today, I implore us to re-examine our hearts. Are we ready to walk with God, to surrender totally to him? to acknowledge him as our King and personal Savior, to say to him, anywhere you lead me, I will follow, to boldly say, no matter what may come my way, Jesus, my life and my well-being is in your hands. Are we truly bearing inside us and practicing the fruit of patience, long-suffering? Do we easily give up on God when the road is rough, when people mock us and make rubbish of our faith in God?
Do we then begin to doubt or question if the sacrifice we are making for God is truly worth it? Brethren, yes, we need to be more realistic of what it means to follow Jesus. And as such, this will help us to become steadier disciples. Let us look at a few things the Bible expects us to know. Followers of Jesus should not be caught off guard by suffering. In the book of 1 Peter 4, verse 12 to 19, In the midst of our suffering, the Holy Spirit rests upon us, and that is a big consolation for us. As Christians, we need to endure suffering without compromising our integrity. In 2 Timothy 4 and 5, and the book of 1 Peter 2, verse 19, in 2 Timothy 4 verse 5, God wants us to be sober-minded, endure, do the work of an evangelist, and fulfill our ministry. The Bible wants us to love our persecutors and pray for them. In the book of Matthew 5, 43-47, the Bible encourages us to pray for the welfare of our persecutors. Although this is very hard to do, May God give us the grace to abide in his word. We must trust God wholeheartedly in the middle of our suffering and respond by spontaneously doing good to others, regardless of the situation we find ourselves. By so doing, God will never fail us. We must fix our eyes on Jesus. In the book of Hebrews 12, verse 1 to 3, the Bible encourages us to fix our eyes on Jesus, and most importantly, we are commanded to rejoice. We are commanded to rejoice constantly, reminding that we must run the race with perseverance. Let us rejoice insofar as we share in Christ's sufferings, for it is a privilege to partake in the sufferings of Christ so we may be overjoyed when his grace is revealed unto us. Let us be assured that all suffering is temporary. No matter what we encounter today, it's not worth comparing with the glory that awaits us. God encourages us that even in suffering, our inner man is renewed daily. For in that place of glory, all pain and suffering will be gone forever, as it is written in the book of Revelations 21, verse 4. In conclusion, brethren, I pray we remain steadfast and encouraged to be faithful, patient, and disciples of Christ, knowing fully well that nothing we do for God shall be in vain. May God bless us all as we listen and abide to his word. Amen. Thank you for listening.